bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchise industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats Podcast. I'm Kirk from Reshift Media, your host for season 6.5 of the Franchise Canada Chat Podcast, where we take you into the world of franchising. Our interviews are with franchisees, franchisors, and industry leaders who give on-the-pulse expert advice and share their franchising insights and experiences. Hi everyone, uh, Kirk Allen from Reshift Media with a very special guest, um, President and CEO of Domino's Canada, Michael Curran. And um, I'm gonna ask you a handful of questions uh, today, uh, Michael. But before we do that, a little bit about Reshift Media. We're a digital marketing firm. We build websites, we do social media, we do search. So a lot of the stuff that you talked about in, in, your, in your keynote today. So uh, enough about us, this is about you today. Um, so in your keynote this morning, which was fascinating, um, you talked a lot about that IT, the digital transformation. So how did Domino's lead the charge on transforming your company um, through the use of technology? Oh, well, thanks, Kirk. Well, it was, a, it was a long journey, to be honest with you. The first 35 years, we didn't have any technology at all. Um, you know, we had a phone and an address and a notepad, and, and that was really the extent of everything that we did. And like all of us, we you know, entered into the world of more competitive pressures, and we realized that we needed to increase our volume, and our customers were demanding more choices. Mm-hmm. And so we were really dragged into technology, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember seeing in your uh, presentation this morning, you had you know one location, then you had three locations, and, and now how many locations does Domino's uh Around the world, oh, in Canada, yeah, in Canada we have a little over 570, and uh, worldwide they're about 18,000. Wow, it's huge. So, how did this technology change for your company set you up for success during COVID? Well, we were fortunate because we had the infrastructure there because we had come to the realization a few years ago that we needed to be a technology company front and center. Um, So we had the systems in place to deal with our team members and our franchisees. And without that, we wouldn't have been able to communicate all the changes that we did. With COVID required us to re-engineer 60 years of muscle. We had to reconfigure how we did things. And we had to be cognizant of the fact that all of a sudden now, we had these changing health requirements, sometimes week by week. How would we understand what they were? Uh, Were we able to communicate those with our team members? And equally importantly, what were our customers' expectations? they, they had their own fears. All of a sudden, COVID was a real front and center issue for all of us. People were reluctant to come into our stores. Many of them, we had to close the lobbies. Some stores we had to close completely. And even with delivery, um, contactless delivery was really the only mechanism that we could use that would be safe for our customers. And so we had to go through a retraining process. And IT was a big piece of that. We had to re-engineer our processes, our IT. We had to communicate that to our stores how we were gonna go about doing that, let our customers know that we now had this technology that allowed us to be contactless. And without some other existing technologies like handheld machines to pay for debit and credit at the door, um, we wouldn't have been able to do that. So we were very fortunate that the fundamentals were already there in place and we just uh, were able to leverage what we needed to go do. That's great. Well, many of your competitors weren't ready and scrambled at that time. So did you have any foresight that something like this could actually happen like COVID? Kirk, I wish we did. No, I'm the person who thought COVID would be over in two weeks, so we didn't have an inkling. Um, 
I, I cannot even to this day believe how long it's gone on and it's been devastating for so many of us. And I think we all know friends and family members and people in our community have lost their businesses and uh, um, hopefully over time they'll be able to recoup. But we were very fortunate to be in that one little segment of the industry where we were able to at least survive. And our biggest priority was looking after our team members and our customers in our community. I mean, we took that obligation seriously to feed everyone, particularly our frontline workers. And so I, it's a credit to all of our team members who took that uh, front and center, and uh, that was really the mantra every day to do what we needed to go do. Oh, that's great. That's great. I, I'd love to chat a little bit franchising in general. And why should someone consider buying a franchise? That's a great question, Kirk. I think that uh, it's something you'd want to think long and hard about. I think first and foremost, it has to be a business or something that you are inherently, um, you have a passion for. I think if you just go into something because you think that it may be profitable, but you don't have, a, have an affinity for it, um, it likely won't be a great experience for you. On the other hand, if there's something you really like to do, I would encourage you to talk to existing franchisees, see what their experience has been. The great thing about franchising is there's a camaraderie around franchisees, and they'll be they will push you to do the best that you can. Um, a strong brand is always important. I think a brand is a promise of consistency to consumers, so they know who you are. And you get a lot of economies of scale. I mean, if you're building a store, you know that there'll be a building department to help you. Um, it'll be easier for you to order equipment. So it eliminates trying to reinvent the wheel with everything that you want to go to. Yeah, those are great points. Um, just the purchase night purchase power but having someone to go to and they don't have to do that research on their own and come across someone whose equipment isn't quite up to standard right so yeah that's fantastic um so tell me what's the secret to domino's crust ah uh, great question uh it was actually originally a french bread recipe years ago and the real secret to it is how you handle fresh dough dodo fresh dough is uh difficult product to handle. Um, so it's fresh, made fresh, delivered to our stores. Uh, there's a big training component because if you don't handle fresh dough properly, you, ended up, you end up with a really inferior product. So I would say the training and dough management, because at the end of the day, fresh dough is really a live organism. And you have to really know how to handle it properly. Interesting, yeah, I don't know much about baking, but yeah, I, I can imagine that for sure. Um, one last question for you. What's your favorite pizza? Uh, mine's uh, ham and pineapple. Oh. So either you love it or you hate it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I, I, the world's divided into two places, and uh, I, uh, I so that's my favorite. That's How about you, Kirk? I'm a uh, pepperoni, mushroom, and green pepper guy. Uh, yeah, I'm from Montreal, so that is kind of like a all dressed that's in Montreal. The old gagné. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, Michael, thank you for being here uh, with us and thank you for your great presentation this morning. It's great to have you at the CFA and uh, we appreciate your time. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for everything, Kurt. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening. For more franchising resources, including how-to articles, expert advice, franchisee success stories, and franchise opportunity, visit FranchiseCanada.online. Don't forget to subscribe to Franchise Canada eNews while you're there. You can also learn more about franchising at cfa.ca and can connect with specific franchise opportunities at lookforfranchise.ca.